0: THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, listen nerds like you, and floating bunny head creator Jonathan Sims. Head to Skelinaut.com today to see John's comics, shirts, art prints, and more. That's S-K-E-L-E-N-A-U-T dot com. Ha!
1: cha 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 Yes? Ho-ho-ha-ha! Remember me, old
0: chum?
1: jolly devil. Welcome, kiddies. It is time for THM Cover to Cover. It is our Facebook live talk show. We do it every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon central daylight time. I don't think we are We'll stay Standard Time. How, I don't know how time works. I don't know how it works either. Uh, here's how it works. So you can call us at 402-819-4894 if you want to play along live. You can watch us on Facebook Live so you can respond in real time to what some of these other jerks are saying. You can be like, that guy's an idiot. Whatever. I hate that dude. And we'll be like, yeah, we hate him too. And uh, if you can't be here live, that's cool as well. You can just send us an MP3 to TwoHeadedNerd at gmail.com, or you can leave us a message at 402-819-4894 at any time. You can also hit the Call Now button on our Facebook page. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, it works. Okay. I've done it. All right. I did it. And I've recorded like a new fun little message with music and stuff. It's cool. Jason Sachs liked it. He... (laughs) But before we get into it, Joe Patrick, can we please reset the question of the week
2: yep uh this week's question was once again submitted by black scorpion the three via the th forums september is upon us and as the wedding season comes to a close i feel it's fitting to ask a wedding question what's your favorite comic book wedding
1: i read so many comic book weddings i didn't read any so. i read a <laughs> bunch
2: uh the only one I i read ones i couldn't even remember happening the only one I looked at was the uh, Hulk issue where Rick and Marlo get married, but that was only because I wanted to prove you wrong about Hulk's ponytail.
1: Yeah, he had the James Vanderbeek hair at the time. Yeah, he had, no, he had like it's,
2: a- he's got white natu- white nationalist <laughs> yeah. Richard Spencer hair before that was a thing. Yeah, it was va- back when it was the Vanderbeek hair. Before yeah, yeah, it was Nazi man. hair. It, it was like all shaved on the sides <laughs> and
1: slicked straight back. Phone lines are open 402 819 mean, Isn't
2: that practically a Mohawk?
1: No, it was more like the Anthony Kiedis. Because it was
2: more, it was he
1: had a wider patch. Well, but it, like, also kind of fell over the shaved sides, you know? Like, you shaved yeah. your sides, you had a little bit of length. It was very 90s. Yeah, super 90s. Nice. Very 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, before white supremacists claimed it. Right. Which is too bad. I like that 90s cut. It was like, I used to have a flop. I was a skater, I had a flop. It's not so cool anymore, so we just cut the flop off, and I still, you know, <laughs> that's it. Boom. I'm sexy. Where are those pictures? Yeah, no doubt. Um, I had a flop like not more than 10 years ago. Did you? I, I brought it back. My skateboard. Yeah, my skate flop. It was rad. I don't remember that. It was rad. I never had a rat tail, though. That shit was
2: always disgusting. No, no. I never had a rat tail
1: either. 402-819-4894, or you can click the call now
2: button. <laughs> Army. <laughs> Do you remember when Patrick had a Padawan braid? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> For way longer than we should have been. I know. We had to like have a
1: talk with him. Like, Patrick... <laughs> Hey, buddy, Uh, you want to kiss girls, right? (laughs) I got bad news. (laughs) Only other boys with Padawan braids are going to want to kiss you. (laughs) Hello, my wife. Um, Army Hammer. Army Hammer? Is being eyed as your new DCEU Superman. Says who? Says screen rant. Huh. Screen Rant is pretty good with these rumors too. I like Army. Hammer. If until it's on Latino Review, I'm not yeah, yeah interested. Yeah. No, now is it Latino Review? Is that was yeah, Latino Review. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who like for some for some reason breaks amazing comic book stories? Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if like the Latin readership is just like oh these fucking nerds. Can we just get to the news, please? You know, <laughs> there's like one nerd that works for him that's like fuck yeah I'm breaking this story. <laughs>
2: Now we, you know what? They they got their finger on the pulse. What can I say? Army Hammer. I don't hate it. He's big. He's beautiful. Sure. Just he, dye his hair.
1: He's a happy guy. He's got the smile. He's tough. Oh, thank God, callers. Oh, who dis? This is, I don't recognize this number. for Calling, THN, cover to cover caller. Who this? Hey,
0: it's uh, Patrick from Canada. Hey, from Canada. An international yeah.
1: call. <laughs> what, the, the goat? <laughs> Patrick Gautier? Yes. The goatest of all time? He is the ghost. <laughs> <That> is <I. laughs> How are you today, sir?
0: N- not bad, thanks.
1: And uh, more importantly, what would you like to rap about?
0: Well, actually, I was I was in your country a few weeks ago. Oh no, kidding! Um, and not, you didn't stop yeah, by? Oh, ho
1: no. ho! Oh, 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 back up! It's not our country anymore. All right, it's Trump's country now.
0: All right.
3: Uh, <laughs> he owns this well, fucking dump.
0: I was in Philadelphia and New York. Nice, awesome. Uh, and, and in New York City. My wife and I saw a Harry Pinter's play betrayal. I'm not sure if you know about it. Oh, um Charlie Cox is was, in it. It had Tom, yeah, Tom, Tom Tom Hiddleston and Charlie Cox.
1: Yes. When we yeah. went and saw the um, Temptations musical recently, that was playing right across the street. Yeah. And I didn't know it. My, oh, okay. my wife is a huge Broadway fan. And people like, go to the backstage entrance or whatever. and like Charlie Cox and Tom Hiddleston come out and just, like, talk to people.
2: Who's Charlie Cox?
1: Charlie Cox is Daredevil, oh, Daredevil,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, Daredevil. <laughs> I kept, I kept, from, the only thing that popped into my mind was Charlie from It's Always Sunny, but that's not yeah. his name. Yeah. <laughs> that's not him. That's no, betrayal is, no, so like, a yeah,
1: very so we, serious.
0: Yeah, we had, we had, we had great, uh, they're both excellent actors. Uh, yeah, they're both, they're both just fantastic actors. Uh, and we, we're actually there, we're there on a really interesting night, because I don't know how much theater you guys see besides Hamilton, uh, but... Uh, a cell phone went off four times huh. during the performance. You're gonna be kidding. Me. Uh, during, during the during the climactic like scene, emotional scene, because basically in the play, Tom Hiddleston uh, he's married to a, to, uh, a, a woman named, uh, and Charlie Cox is sleeping with her. So Carl, and they're best friends. So Whoops. Charlie Cox is sleeping with Tom Hiddleston's wife.
1: Jeez. Uh, uh, and
0: <laughs> then in the, and then the moment that uh, the moment that. Uh, tom hiddleston finds out a cell phone goes off four fucking times This is insane oh man
1: oh man, man, oh man, i'm sorry that that person needs go, that should be punishable by prison time that's ridiculous yeah
0: like a cell phone goes
1: uh, off in a they, movie that's one thing it's really bad it's bad but yeah it's not like the actors on screen are like seriously you know
0: <laughs> right yeah. well, and they and they held, they held through it too like i mean i i see a lot of theater uh and you know pinter's famous for his pauses uh, and they uh, they held they held really they were, they were acting really hard as this phone was going off and apparently someone in the front row heard uh, the female actor Zoe Ashton say is that a fucking cell phone under her breath? <laughs>
3: uh,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but I also when when we were there we were in Philadelphia as well and I know, a couple weeks ago Joe you talked about um, the Marvel Comics exhibit uh, where they had the original art and yeah. all that oh, kind of stuff. I want to go to that uh, so bad. I, it, it, yeah, well, so it was in Philadelphia. It was at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia, and we yes. saw that as well.
3: Oh, awesome! Uh, and it was
0: really, it was really, really cool. Um, it had a bunch of original art, uh, like the Bob Layton Iron Man cover, Demon uh, in a Bottle, and you know, a whole bunch of uh, whole bunch of really cool stuff. They had they had movie memorabilia from you know they had like the uh, the Tobey Maguire, they had the, the Mask of the Green Goblin, and they had you know all all a whole bunch of stuff from the Netflix shows. Uh, it was really cool, and, and uh, the one thing I'll post some photos on the the fan group because I got oh, a great. bunch of pictures. That would be awesome, please do, um, please do. And they, ha- yeah, and they had like they had like life size they had like life size statues. Of, like this, this is the Hulk, and this is the thing, and like you know how big they would actually be. That's so uh, cool. Uh, but <laughs> the the coolest thing that I actually wasn't able to get a photo because I couldn't get close. it, they had a, a, the only surviving original page from Marvel Comics One oh, uh, wow. with Submariner. Oh. Wow! Uh, I didn't know there were yeah. any
1: surviving original pages. That's awesome. That's incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the only one, uh, the only one that's left. Uh, and I couldn't get close enough to get a good photo of it, so I didn't. I didn't get one of that, which is disappointing. But it's just, it's apparently it's a touring exhibit. It's on. It might be closed in Philadelphia now, but it's going to be touring uh, North America. So if it, if it comes to your city, like go see it. It's oh really, yeah, really, most really, absolutely. Really, Most definitely. Yes.
1: It was coming to New York, and Kay, uh, Casey and I are going back up there in November. For our anniversary, and I'm hoping it's there.
2: What's the name of the exhibit again?
0: Uh, Marvel Universe, of, Marvel Comics Universe of Heroes, something like that. Well, yeah, uh, something. Yeah, like but it was that, just life. it was ju- just at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. If you, if you go to their website, you can probably get uh, the actual name. I just can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, just this original art, uh, movie memorabilia, like a bunch of different Iron Man suits. Uh, costumes, statues, like life-size statues—man, uh, really, really cool, really Super cool. But it like it was—it was, it was packed. Um, yeah, it, so, it, it, it yeah, ended it, on it,
2: September 11th in Philadelphia.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
2: Um, man, yeah. I hope it comes close.
1: I saw the original Tobey Maguire costume from Spider-Man for uh, where were we? We were in Seattle at the—I um, can't remember. It's like the Museum of Modern, you know, mm-hmm. art and pop culture. I can't remember what they call yeah. it. And that costume looks even dumber in person.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it is so dumb. (laughs) Yeah, it is so dumb. I don't know what they were thinking. (laughs) Well, they all look they all look very thin, like the Black Panther costume they had. it just looked very, very slight, Uh, you know, like someone someone actually has to wear it. But it just it didn't look you know it obviously looks different on the film but it looks lighter and smaller than i expected it's looking thinner oh yeah because uh, you
1: know they cg'd the yeah. hell out of every movement and every like they oh, put yeah. him in it because yeah you know no one's gonna be flipping around like that or walking around like that <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah i mean it's it's pretty funny when you see like behind the scenes footage of these people when they're actually filming <laughs> yeah
1: patrick it is uh wonderful to hear from you man thank you i have no idea what time it is in canada but it's got to be crazy late <laughs> it's noon, but thanks. <laughs> 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 All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye, Patrick.
3: Bye-bye.
2: Man, that's cool. Hanging up. Uh, I cannot find anything about the, where the tour is going. Why isn't there like an official website for the friggin'. There
1: should be, right? I mean, come yeah. on. 402-819-4894. phone lines are open. We were talking about Army Hammer as your new Superman, possibly. What do you do? Do you have to continue with where we were? Nah. Do you start over? Yeah. Just start new. I think you have to, right? Yep. I mean, just like we did with Spider Man.
2: Yeah. Don't even care. Yeah. And he, like, I don't care.
1: I don't think they could do with Spider Man style, the latest Spider Man style, too, where we don't have to be like, oh, I was just a kid and I got
2: bit by a red Spider Yeah. You, know. you don't see his origin.
1: No. We We've just, seen
2: his origin a billion times. We
1: start with him in Metropolis. He's a reporter. You know, and everything. And you can flash back a little bit here and there if we need to or whatever. Mm -hmm. Him and Lois are together. There's no bullshit. There's no kids. Nothing like that. Just let's just return. Tell me a good Superman story. A standalone good Superman story. Yes. I don't ever want to touch this Justice League shit again. (laughs) Go away.
2: I mean, it would be fun to eventually have a good team movie, but I'm not worried about it right now. I want a good solo character movie that's true to the heart of the character. That's none of this yes. man of steel, uh, Ayn Rand, it. Zack Snyder bullshit. Yeah,
1: don't need it. And screw you, Snyder cut jerks out there. <laughs> Answer.
2: Oh. Thank you for calling THN
1: cover to cover. Color, who dis? Oh, a rare appearance you gotta catch. by my lovely wife who brought me. What is this? Uh,
3: it's olive oil cake and a little breakfast
1: sandwich. Ooh, huh. uh, <laughs> olive oil cake and a breakfast sandwich.
0: From Lola's Cafe. Shout out to Lolo's
1: cafe. Oh, from Lola's Cafe. Lola's Cafe
0: going next to film
1: streams opening october opening october next Ooh. to the film stream, sneak food. we're very happy for him yeah, totally jd got a catch how are you today sir <laughs>
4: good 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 i'm Sorry. getting getting shown up by, by by breakfast food well
1: you know wow. hey, listen <laughs> we get excited about breakfast food in the bomb family house let me tell you <laughs> hey breakfast sandwiches are probably my
4: favorite food ever so
1: uh i love a good breakfast sandwich I'm more of a breakfast burrito man. Hmm. I love oh, a breakfast yeah, burrito, yeah. baby. Mexican breakfast anytime. Hmm. Chilaquiles with eggs, mm. spicy green sauce, Arr, chorizo. Well, mm. well I, I think I've right. I, I I mentioned <laughs> yeah. that it's
4: probably one of my favorite places to have brunch in Omaha is right next to your office. So, hmm.
1: I think we have talked about this actually. Let's get back to nerd talk, yeah. please. All right, breakfast. The all breakfast right. podcast is next. All right, we'll get to that later. Yeah. What do you want to wrap about?
4: Uh, question of the week? Hit me. Uh, so, all right. I, I was thinking about it, and I really couldn't think of my favorite wedding, but what I did come up with is my favorite married couple okay. in comics. All right, that works. Uh, which, for me, hands down has to be Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. I like it. I... I I just love them as a couple, and one of the things that I really appreciate about them as a couple, is, especially in later later comics uh especially in the the jessica jones online exclusive uh they do a really good job of writing them as a frighteningly competent and healthy couple yeah
1: and a real couple like they fight they argue yeah they yeah, love you yeah, know they fight, like
4: but they fight in a in a productive like right it's, they're not like real relationship way
1: they're not screaming at each other down the hallway you know yeah. <laughs> like, not like right, you right, not like right. you do with not you, like
5: i do yeah,
4: yeah.
1: That's sex in this house. Which, we yelled I mean, each other across the hallway. If you
4: think about it, in a manner of speaking, I mean, these, these people, I mean, both of them could, you know, annihilate a city block if they really wanted to, especially fighting with each other. Right. So I think that's in the back of their mind. So they just kind of, you know, I'm not going to get into fisticuffs with Luke Cage, but I'll give him the silent treatment. Right. You know? Exactly. That kind of thing.
1: Okay. So now I'm going to give you your answer. New Avengers, annual number one. The wedding of Jessica and was Luke Cage. Was it one or two? It was yeah. annual number one. Yeah. The wedding of Jessica and Luke That's Cage. right. It yeah. is such
2: a fantastic wedding issue. It's a good issue. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, oh, I'm going to pull that out. The blonde actually, black is, widow shows up as a bad guy. She's got like super adaptoid yeah. powers or something. Yeah.
1: Aim and because she had, I don't remember why. She
2: flipped out. She went she bad. Flipped she flipped out and she, fought him, and she got yeah.
1: burned really badly. Yeah. And, and they were like, would you like to be pretty and powerful again? And they make her the super adaptoid. With the help of... Wait, was
4: that, was that Natasha or was that Yelena? It was Yelena, Yelena. not Natasha. Yeah, no.
1: It was Yelena. Natasha was oh, feeling okay. fine at the time. Yeah. So, But the wedding issue was so good. You got to see the proposal and everything. Yeah. And this is when they were all living in Avengers Tower and like Jarvis was there and MJ was there and Jessica shows up with the baby and everyone's was like, oh, let me see the baby, woo! And for some reason, Spider-Woman was like, don't get that baby anywhere near me. She's like, well, that was before she had her
2: own baby. <laughs> I don't like
1: babies. And now she's got a baby, which
2: is. Not, you know. Oh, well, but Spider Woman was a scroll. That's was true. That pre Civil War. Pre yes. Invasion.
1: This Spider Woman was a scroll. Yeah,
2: and if they were in Avengers Tower, it was pre Civil War as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's
1: right. I totally forgot about that. Yep, yep, yep. But it was a cutest wedding. And, like, Luke gives these, like, really straightforward vows where he's just like, I promise to protect you and hold you. And she just, like, in the, minute of this, in the middle of the ceremony goes, Luke, shut up. And then she just starts talking and, like, goes off on this Brian Michael Bendis kind of rant that takes, like, six pages. but it's just she's just like these are just stupid words, and I don't want to say a bunch of stupid words. I just want you to know I love you so much. It's dumb, and we should be together forever. And like we're better together than apart, and everything. And Luke starts crying, and Danny Ram's starts
2: crying. You know, <laughs> like, it was, yeah. It was I beautiful. remember really liking that issue. Uh, Olivier Coipel did the art, so it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, yeah
4: it's very pretty. I'm yeah. looking at it right now. Pete's, Pete's in the Iron Spider armor. Oh yeah.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a whole thing. And things are going to get real
1: bad real quick. Yeah.
4: <laughs> In a few issues. Yeah. Uh, it was nice because it gave us
1: this like heartwarming wedding issue, and then I think it literally went right into the beginning of Civil War. After that.
2: Civil yeah, I remember I, the I remember awesome. the Captain America uh, the issue where they come for Captain America mm-hmm. is Civil is uh, New Avengers twenty one I think uh, with the Howard Chaikin cover. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know when the annual came out, but it wouldn't have been too much longer after that
1: yeah it had to have been it was probably really like there was a the build-up and then it was the next year i think
3: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. definitely yeah such a great wedding issue oh it's so cute oh, yeah.
4: this is, i'm flipping it's through stan it right lee now Lee marries fantastic. them I they love- drew stan lee as the priest he marries yeah, them right. it's great <laughs> I, I love the I, I love the scene with the, with tony taking out uh the adaptoid with the yes with all the armors at once and he's like you know, sitting he's, he's, he's like
1: sitting right on the front, roof H- and he's like Like he's like cross legged and meditating, and he's just sort of like hands in the air. and He's like, Hit him like this, shoot that. No, not like, yeah, like that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And the suits are all beating up. It's like like battleship, yeah, like G43, right? Right, Yeah, right. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's great. And then she explodes. Yeah, Yeah, yep. Then they moited her. It ends badly for her. I think she's feeling much better now, though. She's
4: back, right? Yelena? I think she came back, yeah.
1: Which is weird because she blew up pretty bad. Well, yeah,
4: they. Well, they wrote in the whole thing that any of the Black Widows can come back anytime they want. What? What do you mean? Yeah. They're all
1: clones. They're all part of... There's a clone tank in the Red Room. That's right. I forgot about that.
4: I forgot. That's how how Black Widow came back after uh, Secret Empire. They're all clones. uh, Like the goddamn X-Men!
3: Oh, my God!
4: (laughs) All right. Calm
3: down.
2: Uh, So, Yelena... uh, 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 as a super Adaptoid, she was one of the members of the High Council of AIM. She reverted back to her original codename, Black Widow, in 2017.
1: Well, you know. Hmm.
2: Like you do. Sure.
1: Yeah. It's like going back to your so, old batting stance, uh, for, you know, where you're like, I'm gonna try that like again.
4: On the, uh, on the X-Men thing, I don't want to get into the Hawks Pox thing, but uh, I do have a draft of a Lake House report coming up to go on the website. Uh I'm reading the Rosenberg run right before oh. Fox and Pox. Why? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. No, just let him go on his journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never mind. No, because okay, so Continue starting with, that, with yeah. issue eleven, after the uh X Man bullshit. Right. After the team disappears, and right. Scott comes back. That book gets tragically good. Mm. In my opinion, I think it gets really good. And I think if it weren't for the fact that everyone, you know, had, you know, their, their tent pants going for Hickman, I think everyone would have looked back on that run a little bit more favorably. It's actually one. I it's I a really finish. good
1: Scott. I didn't finish um, Rosenberg. I do like though. He is a good writer, I, and I, 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 yeah,
4: I
2: think that it started strong. Uh, I'll I'll be curious to hear what you feel about the ending when you, when it comes
4: out for you. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah cause I, I'm up to issue four, 13, I think. Okay. Right now, of of Uncanny, mm-hmm. and he's got the kind of the the B team together with uh wolverine and havoc and uh and i just i just thought that to be perfectly honest i mean the way they were writing them the 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 relationships between like scott and logan and scott and alex felt very real to me yeah Um, i'll give them that for sure fair enough you know and and the whole uh just about to be
3: exploded
1: though what just about to be exploded though
3: <laughs> well yeah a lot of things happen but, to a
4: lot of characters mm-hmm. in that run but you know i just I, I thought it was better than i think it anybody you know makes it out to be and uh i mean the, the logan's the scott logan relationship in that is really good because they both come back from the dead mm-hmm. you know so <laughs> yeah you know it, it's it's really interesting and uh i i think it's as real of a scott and also kind of a badass scott as we got in house of x1 you know we were talking about sassy summers well know? we
1: look we just need to talk about house of x1 he doesn't want to get right into right it right now he doesn't
4: want to get into it, right no, I'm, into fine it. With that. I'm fine with it I, i'm just saying that that's you know i am kind of play I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm answering to two masters here I sure yeah absolutely. i got the real world and i got the lake house Fair uh enough. so did you read
2: this week's issue then
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, with gold balls and spoilers.
1: <laughs> we just have to do it. Spoilers. The X-Men are yeah. fucking clones. Well, they're clones.
2: Yeah. Yes. Okay, but it goes well, be, it goes beyond
1: clones. It according goes According to them. the book, they're resurrected. Yeah. Well, okay. Their soul <laughs> is put back into a clone body. How? Uh-huh. Cerebro saves them. Cerebro can save souls, mm-hmm. not necessarily souls imprints they call it so they're genetic imprints that's the thing are they real or are they copies here's the other thing here's the here's
3: (laughs) what's really mind-blowing yes
1: right exactly professor x is talking about they're in that like little dossier and there we go into how this works you know with the five gold balls i was totally fine
2: with the explanation of how it all works
1: i was too but then they start talking about like resurrecting people that die from genosha Yes. and resurrecting I'm people right. that they're, they're died plan a while back is to
2: resurrect every mutant that every that ever died, and then you start
1: looking at Marvel Girl who is calling herself Marvel girl again and wearing a green skirt. And we're looking at young, nicer Scott. They're idealized for sure. Are they idealized Mm -hmm. or did he take their imprint from a younger point in time and put them in a body, thereby erasing all the shitty stuff that
2: Scott Uh, did? No, I think the book, I think the book, I
1: think he did.
2: I think the book says that they're pretty up to date.
4: The imprints are pretty up to date, yeah, but, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah, they say that, but I think, I think, I think to Matt's point, you know, they did say that, you know, uh, that there has been discussion of tinkering on powers and actually yes. adapting and changing and powers look in the future. What will eventually for sure. The chimeras, right? Yes. And, and year one hundred. There's all kinds of there's they're all,
1: they're all not, kinds of implications. That, in yes, there? and we, so you've got like, Proteus who is aging the bodies
2: to a certain level. Like, uh, so, no, yeah. Eva Eva Bell. That's right, uh, uh, Eva. Proteus Bell, makes tempest. gold, gold balls eggs are just l- l- lumps, right? Proteus
1: gold gold balls makes, makes them viable. Egg. Proteus, uh, like, uh, makes them the, capable of he's the daddy fish and he, yeah. you know, he like swims over the eggs.
3: Yeah, gold <laughs> balls is the mom and <laughs> yeah.
2: proteus is the dad. Proteus inseminates
1: gold balls. <laughs>
2: oh, weird,
1: uh, <laughs> this is where babies come from, it's yeah, natural, yes,
2: and then uh. Uh, elixir brings them to life elixir
1: brings them to life and then eva Eva ages ages them. them appropriately so what is to stop her from being like hey scott you're 22 well body and mind are different yes but professor x has saved all those imprints and Scott has died yeah. several times, so he can go back through his files. Sure, yes, they he certainly he could. He copies all the files daily and puts them someplace, right? He could go back and say, I want yeah. that, Scott. Yeah. I don't want this. I Scott. If, so,
4: and I wonder if that's not why he's wearing the helmet. It's because he has to be connected. Here to is the, next, so part of, to okay. with the files. next part of my conspiracy theory. <laughs> he
1: is no longer in Phantom X's body. He can't be. Why because no. they say no. you have to be in your own body no they ex- they say they
2: explicitly say they say n- they don't they say they have they don't know what would happen if you injected a mind into the wrong body, and they go on to say this experiment has not been
1: done yet right, so that means Charles is in his body
2: uh, maybe Charles is in his body now, well they also say here's a thing that they say that I don't think enough people are talking about that Proteus is in xavier's body as well no he is in an xavier body
1: body that is built from xavier genetics now why i don't know yeah but who is noticeably not in this story who is a major character that is not okay i'll give you that but somebody else that has been in the story before that is the center of all of this that is the reason this is happening
2: Moira. Oh, Moira no. McTaggart. Moira, oh. But Moira has not been seen oh, at yeah. all in she's the present day. Do you know one, why? Or She's not in
4: year one. You want to know why?
2: Why?
1: Because Moira McTaggart why? is in Professor X's head. It's Moira
2: doing it. Moira wow. is Professor hey, X. You're at like a 10. I need you to... Boom! I need you to be at more like a 6. <laughs> I am you're telling you. You're in the straights.
1: I am telling you. Moira is Professor X. It's not... Charles. It's Charles. It's not Charles. Uh, why is he acting like I this?
4: Just fi- I just figured out, I, I have figured out why Matt likes the Hickman X run so much. <laughs> and he, Matt, I know that you're, the real reason you're all about the Hickman run is because of the, just sheerly because of the absence of Gambit.
1: There is that. I am very happy that Gambit's not there <laughs> and I hope they do something like, oh yeah, for some reason we couldn't clone him. I don't know. Uh, he's his an exca- his, he's his be gold an ball kept dying. I don't know. <laughs> Alright,
2: so...
4: <laughs> yeah, the hi- all right, the- the- gold has ha, all right. This is a proof that Gold Balls' power was so goofy that even Hickman had to make a reach in order to make that make it
2: viable. Oh yeah.
3: Oh
4: yeah. I just love like
2: Gold Balls is the most important character in the mutant universe. Well, when they which came out and they the did it, uh-huh. I was
1: reading it and in real time as I read it, I was like, "That's stupid." All right, that fucking rules.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so here, here are some things. Here are some things just hinted at in the book that I definitely need to see addressed. What happens when you put a mind in the wrong body? Because oh. it's gonna happen. Uh-huh. They
4: definitely it's
2: already happened. Yeah, all right. Moira's mind is a Professor
4: thing. That's Chekov's
2: mind thing. Yeah. It, right, exactly. He, he said it, so it's gotta happen. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, um, there was a thing about the resurrection protocol, which mean uh which was uh, uh they have to be very careful to make certain that somebody is dead before they resurrect them Right. to prevent oh, right, duplicates. Right, right, right. Right. Uh and if they can't prove that the death has occurred if they are undetectable by Cerebro for one month, then they can yeah. initiate the resurrection protocol. One month? How many mutants have we seen that can hide from Cerebro?
4: I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, it's true. Well,
1: uh, I mean, were, yeah. It, it I mean, whenever Magneto put his helmet a, on, Cerebro couldn't see him. Eventually that was, there
4: will be a team to investigate ex-mutant deaths. Yes. Uh, to verify the deaths. And should that force ever be needed x-force probably the force was very yes. very obviously placed Maybe. in there so yeah that's uh, gonna and be x-force so and they
2: can if necessary they can supersede resurrection protocol yep which i guess means if they need an army of wolverines giddy up <laughs> uh, <laughs>
4: all right oh here's my okay this is my other thing with wolverine. Oh my god when they, I thought of that. when they resurrected hold on when they resurrected wolverine how did he get his adamantium back?
2: Yes. Right. Yes. That's another thing.
1: I don't know. Question. Proteus, I guess. Right. Does he have it? I think he does. Does he? We I don't think, know.
2: I think he does. Have we even seen we his claws seen popped? I guess we'll see in the next couple of years.
4: But. Uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, it's like. Well, but all, that one bugged me. I was like, that's what but his Adamantium is not. Around. Yeah. And, well, and why would Scott <laughs> need a visor? What do you mean? His original body. I know. Why can't they fix his fucking power if they're going to make him ideal? Yeah, his original
2: body had a traumatic brain injury. That's why he couldn't control his powers. Well, but if they're resurrecting him from a certain point
1: where he was first detected by Cerebro and stuff, then he already had that issue.
2: But a, a brain uh, that's injury, a that's point. a physical problem, get it. not a mental problem. But the, it's
1: not that it's a mental problem. The body was there and was like that. So it's like all Actually, part proved, of the package.
4: They've proven that, it, they've proven that his, his visor thing is, is a mental problem. It's a purely mental
6: block.
3: Yeah. I thought
6: it was because he had was brain, no, I thought it was he had brain he, damage. Was, no, falling cat, out of the plane. A, it's like erectile
1: dysfunction. X-Men. There's a pill you can take, and you can keep your lasers in your eyes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and you could like get on this website right. and discreetly talk to a doctor about your eye laser problem, and they'll just send them to you in the mail. Uh,
3: oh, and that was speaking <laughs> of Magneto's helmet.
2: Uh, very specifically in the scene where Professor X injects Scott's mind back into his body, mm-hmm. right before it happens, yep. Magneto puts his helmet on. Uh huh. Because he does not want What's that. What's he scared g- of?
1: He does not want that shit. He, does, he is not a clone, doesn't want to be a clone, doesn't like this idea. He even turns to Professor X when Professor X is like, welcome back, my children. He's like, we can rewrite all these wrongs and da-da-da-da-da. And Magneto says, they should have killed us all when they had the chance.
2: I, yeah. yeah. I thought that that was more like yeah. the humans don't know what they're messing
1: with. I think with. that is some double-edged right, shit. Right, right. Like he knows, yes, the yeah. humans don't know what they're messing
4: with, and I don't feel good about this yeah by the way before i go before i go matt next time i'm next time i'm in mexico i'll buy you your eye laser pills in bulk i
1: appreciate that (laughs) thank you jd always good to talk to you we'll talk to you soon buddy
2: talk to you later guys see you pal i'm
1: telling you Uh, right here now calling my shot nerd bet moira mctaggart is professor x
2: i think i think that there are multiple minds inside professor x nerd or what huh no i'm not taking that back why I am not making any predictions at this point. I'm saying one mind. It's only her. Nah, I think it's Xavier. Why won't you make a bet? Fine. Nerd bet. It's (laughs)
1: Xavier. (laughs) Nerd bet on. (laughs) Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Call her. Who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Hello. How are you today, sir?
2: What's going on, guys? Oh, you know, we were rapping about superhero things. I I don't know if you saw, but Matt got... (coughs) I threw very a fit. agitated I threw a fit, I fell in it <laughs> about I threw my desk, X. I
1: threw my desk chair at Joe. It was crazy, it got real violent in here, yeah, 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 we cleaned up the blood though and' we're I, everything's better
6: i i saw I saw a little bit, I know you and j d were talking about it. I try not to I try to keep the 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 uh podcast that I listen to later like as pure as possible, but I do dip in it in and out um, so you know it's all new to me enough. Sure, um, yeah, but absolutely. I would like, but yeah, so I don't know what you guys talked about, but um specifically, but um, I'm really just stuck on this clone thing.
2: Uh-huh. It's and fucking crazy. Like, I mean, I think it's going to come to a head. That oh, is obviously definitely. not well, a good so, thing.
6: No. Go ahead, Brian. Like, the idea that they are, like, so, my the only way that this would have, and it still has problems, but the only way that it would work where I'd be, like, okay, fine with it, is if they, and I'm sorry if you guys talked about this already, if the ones that have been cloned are somewhere in, like, stasis, the real ones, you mean? Like it, the real ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're, they're somewhere because the idea that we're just getting these, like, copies upon copies, which are, they're just, they're not the same things. And, you know, it, I don't know. It, it, that is, that like, the idea of, like, completely disposable X-Men is, like. I don't know I don't, what threat is there well what but there's is, something yeah, else exactly exactly
1: there's definitely something else going on because like they did the whole thing where storm brings them out naked like <laughs> dick naked Very, everybody there's like
2: cult-like behavior yeah,
1: and she's like asked them a couple questions and they're and they are supposed to say certain things but i mean it was like a ritual yeah
2: it wasn't just like but are she you, you also like yeah. looking in their Tell eyes Tell me something only i would know about. yeah and, and
1: then it like, like there's like definitely something going on there and then everyone's like you're for
6: mutants or whatever like yeah it's it's very sketchy it's
1: It's a cult and it's not
6: professor x doing it they did the thing on um on bleeding cool they had the the gene gray storm conversation from an old uncanny x-men comic i didn't see that no so so what so basically the when gene came back after I don't know. If, I don't know the exact timeline because I'm a little fuzzy on that ear, But like around Inferno, when she came back from the dead,
7: right? And so it's yes. the first
6: time that X Factor Gene and Storm meet, and Storm is like, you know, who are you? And she says, like, I am the only me that, you know, that I yes. am or something. Yes. whatever she says. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Is it says, the same line? That yes, it's the exact same line. And so like, interesting. It's one of those things like in the in you know the num- issue number five. I was like. Well, that's a pretty good line. But then it's Chris Claremont. And I'm like, well, that's Chris Claremont. Like Chris Claremont did the heavy lifting. And here's Hickman like inserting that in. Well, so but, it's like, right, but I also that, think he is making that a lot.
2: He's yes. He's making that
1: comment about time and where the character is and who this character actually is. He's dropping us hints. He's doing, doing that. He's doing these callbacks uh, a lot. Yes. Um, like, I think too much for it to be coincidence, too much for it to be like him just trying to, like, get us to be like,
6: oh, I remember that.
1: Like, he's what trying to fuck? tell oh, us something. I mean,
6: it's, it's not a coincidence. I mean, he, yeah. he, it is. there's a specific reason to do that. And, and, like, that's a great, like, how. So it's sort of like. I don't know. I haven't really sorted in my brain, but, like, so let's say this is a clone of Gene. And then Gene says to Storm the thing that the real gene said to storm to prove that the real gene was the real gene. And I'm like, that doesn't work for me. You know what I mean? Like, no, I hear you. She's still, she's still not gene. Like, I don't care how many copies you have and how many variations of it's like you your alternate dimension version of you. is still not you. No, I gotcha. And, and that's why Joe and I were
1: just saying, this is going to come to a head. This is honestly, this could end up with the X-Men versus the
2: X-Men. So this was this was a a major sticking point for me as well, Brian, um, because in the Marvel Universe, especially in the X-Men world, souls are a thing. Wolverine's been to hell. Right. Nightcrawler's been to heaven. Right. Nightcrawler's
6: You're, dad's a devil. Nightcrawler's
2: dad's a <laughs> hey, devil, sure.
6: Um, you so mean the, the, the best night, Nightcrawler story ever. <laughs>
2: okay, all right, all right, all right. Back up. Ease up,
6: buddy. Um, so, and, and Hickman.
2: Azazel. God. Hickman does not throw things out. No. He only builds on things. Right. And I have to believe that Hickman knows about the soul yep. being a thing. Definitely. Uh, and... The idea that Cerebro has a has a copy of their mind, blurp, that's not the same thing. It's a copy.
1: Yeah. Though the funniest thing I did And we don't <laughs> know how those copies have been touched up or sure. adjusted right maybe he, got, he did a
2: little photoshop
1: on them from a specific time in their life you the, know we the, don't know
2: the funniest thing i read and i already posted this to ryan the funniest thing i read the day after that issue came out on twitter was somebody somebody asked a question to uh, one of our followers and the guy said professor x has a playstation memory card with everybody's soul on it <laughs>
1: Do uh, you remember what a bitch it was to transfer memory card? Yes.
2: I immediately had this flashback. A goddamn nightmare. To, to the <laughs> to that screen with little blocks with <laughs> shitty animated things that represent in your games. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, there's Wolverine Soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I totally am with you, Brian. I, I, they feel like copies, they feel off. And I think that's part of the story. That's part of the story. I don't know if it's yeah, going to come to a head in, in
6: this. Uh, it's, because it's a, weird, still t- it's a weird thing for me, and it's also in, like, in the DC universe now, like the you know post rebirth um, or current rebirth, I guess. Um, like, so, it's still the New Fifty Two, whatever. Yeah. But except Superman and Lois are the same are the are the post crisis ones, right? But, yeah, and Wally, yeah. which is weird. It's, yeah. Right, and Wally. So it's really weird that it's like you know because remember Lois died and Lois just kind of like oh is just like took her place oh. a little older and people's like that's totally I don't I guess I haven't seen you in a while totally legit like, um. it's, it's it's very weird to like for them to live in their lives and and I think it was you know the story was as good as it could be to merge these things and all that but yeah Superman reborn see, right it was like, the crossover these people from alternate things and they're not to me they're not the same like it's it's just. That's what, you know, we've got uh, how many years of X-Men comics and, and, you know, Claremont wrote, he basically wrote every story you could write. And then, you know, all the different versions and here we are, like, cherry picking Claremont lines. And I'm like, what are we doing? Oh, they're clones? Cool. Because, like, those (laughs) issues three and four were my favorite because stuff was happening in the (laughs) action and, like, that stuff in the courtroom. And it was like, here's not people talking at each other. Like, here's actual, like, teleporting and, and and Wolverine and like that, you see like the team up and yeah, they were being like, the X Men. Yeah, here's the politics of Krakatoa. I'm like, oh, okay,
1: Brian, sure. you're gonna it's like right. it when it's done. You're gonna like it. We'll see. You. We'll see. Not know. everybody
2: I, has to like everything. I, no, I, I don't. But I'm
1: saying
6: I feel his pain. It's part
1: of the story.
3: I this, mean, this for,
6: from the cover I've seen of X Men number one, at the end of this road before the next road start has Vulcan on it, and I don't know if like that is a. A hazard light for me
3: sure oh yeah like,
6: i
1: mean right. i don't give a shit about vulcan but if they're gonna do something you know what, rad like, with vulcan and make me care i'm okay
6: with that
3: they make well, me care make about him? gold I mean,
6: balls go ahead i don't i don't care i i mean it's like how many comics can try to shoehorn elixir in and try to make me care i'll never care about elixir yeah. i don't know who that is <laughs> he's one of those like post morrison new mutants where it's like i don't care i don't know it's hellion oh, all right like, yeah they, they have no impact on me, and so it's like, oh, there's that elixir. Like, sure, throw him in there. What the hell? Oh, sure. yeah, <laughs> okay, another guy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I, I, yeah, I've got that that you know blue and gold team in my brain, and everyone else is like, like who are these new kids? Yeah, like, everyone else is whatever. Twenty years ago. Yeah, it's like yeah. I
2: still. It's it's like me and Saturday Night Live when I still think of like the people that came in and replaced uh Phil Hartman and Mike Myers right, as the right. new cast.
6: Yeah. That was 25 years ago. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say, was sir, more than I knew Phil Hartman and you are no Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly right. Like, exactly yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, exactly. thank you for your call, buddy. It is always good to talk to you, man. Yeah, later guys. see you Brian, day. you too. Uh speaking oh. of Scott and Gene, I just before you came over, I read the Scott and Gene wedding. Yeah. In X-Men this would be 1991. X-Men, X-Men, X-Men 30. 30. Right. Adam Kubert drew it. Like, Andy. Pardon me, Andy Kubert. Yeah. At his full, he was like full Kubert. Yep. Insanely Kubert at the time. Yeah, yeah. Everybody had pointy little chins and everybody was standing in these super dramatic poses. <laughs> it was the most dramatic soap opera of a wedding issue. You never go full Kubert. Oh, my God. This was so sappy. I forgot. I haven't read it. In it was so sappy. I and haven't like, read it since it came out, probably. Wolverine wasn't around. And cause he was like trying to find himself or something after something terrible happened. I don't recall what it was. Well, this would have been before dog knows Yeah, this well well before that. Yeah. I don't so remember. I don't remember what was going on. I don't either. But there was like a scene where like Sabretooth is I, and I can't I don't know if they got married in like the winter, but Storm made the weather nice or something. But Sabretooth is like standing on a snowy hill and he's like looking down at the outdoor wedding and he's like, Look at those chumps. Bunch of dorks. A man like like he's upset he wasn't invited or something, <laughs> you know. And then a mysterious brown and yellow boot kicks him in the back, and he's like, "What the?" And he turns around, and written in the snow is, "Don't even think about it, bub." Oh, <laughs> God! I was like,
2: "What is going on? How did he? How did he? How did he have time to write that in the snow?" I. I he's Wolverine, maybe. Was he like he was hun- like back there, and he's like D O,
1: and I could be. And then he was like, B, U, B. And then he was like, ran away. (laughs) That is so stupid. It was not a good wedding <laughs> yeah. issue. It was a super sappy wedding issue. Lila Cheney's band plays. Duh. Yeah. Of Who else do you get?
2: Other than Dazzler.
1: Professor X is like kind of whining the whole time. Mm. It's like it's all from his point of view. He's in, in his floating yellow chair at the time. Yeah. And he's kind of whining through the whole thing. And like. I mean, it was just ex peeps were invited. Like Gene's parents were there. I don't remember Gene's parents even
2: being alive. Yeah. Like, Gene Gene has a Gene has a whole family until uh, uh, Claremont came back in the post Morrison, pre Morrison. I don't remember the timeline. I think it was. But Morrison, pre- Morrison, uh, Claremont came back, and yeah. uh, the Shi'ar Death Squad came and executed everybody in the in the Gray family because of their too dangerous.
1: Too, oh yeah, to be was the like, Phoenix. We gotta kill anybody, anybody in the like, bloodline that could be the Phoenix. We yeah, got murder yep, them all.
2: Yep. Yeah. Which I get it. No. You want to make an omelet? You got to crack a few eggs, you know? But yeah, now, Gene had a whole family. Uh, And Scott's grandparents are still alive. I remember that he, like, they lived in Alaska or something.
1: Yeah, they were there. Scott's dad did not come. Well... He sent a letter from space. He in space, yeah. Yeah. He was was star jamming. He was star jamming. (laughs) He was star jamming at the time. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think Wolverine was, like, put out about it because he was still in love with Gene, too.
2: Well, sure. I mean, just... Just to go back to what we were talking about, it, this Hox and Pox thing has people spun. Oh, yeah. And this issue specifically, I just don't know what to make of it. I loved it. I did too. I love it. I can't it. wait to see
1: where I am. I know. It's like when wrestling pisses me off. I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to watch. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Harvey Locust here. Harvey Locust, what how up? are you doing today, sir? Good. How you guys doing? Oh, well, you know, we're hanging in there. Not bad. We had a little uh, tiff earlier, but we're we made up and we feel better.
5: <laughs> yeah. See see, saw you got a little heated there. Yeah. Were gonna <laughs> put the table over <laughs> on Joe. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> What do you want to rap about today, sir? Uh, answer of the week. Hit us. All right. Favorite wedding issue. I got to go with uh Excalibur 125. I the wedding it. of Captain Britain and Megan.
1: That was such a great issue. I knew it. I totally forgot about that one. I don't remember it, it at all. It was so I, sweet. I know I read it, but I
2: don't remember it at all.
1: Oh, it was so sweet. Uh, Alan Davis, right?
2: This was after Alan Davis.
5: Um, I thought he came back I and drew that. Uh, I can't remember now. I, I think it was I Ben think it was, I, I mean, I don't think it was Alan Davis. It was... Dale Ingles Inglesham. Oh,
1: Dale Eaglesham.
5: Yeah. Well, oh, he's and the artist. Ben Raib yeah. was the That's writer what about, who ben drew Hab, it. Yeah. Um, and and the you know the reason why I like this issue so much or this wedding so much is because it was the very last issue of Excalibur. Oh and, right.
3: Yeah. Uh, and uh,
5: and so there was no. There was no overlooming bad guy or anything trying right. to, you know, just interrupt anything. You know, it was just a nice It was just a sweet everything ending went off smoothly. Yeah,
1: it was just a sweet ending. And Brian and, got married and uh to Megan. Yeah, Brian who, and like, Megan got married. We and, found out that and, like Megan
5: I, like you know, was absolutely. not in
1: her true form a while back. Like the cute blonde like nymphy looking thing or whatever that was not like her true form was like kind of weird and hairy
3: yeah (laughs) so
2: what they what they said he was like i love
1: you anyway you hairy girl (laughs) yeah
2: what they said in the handbook was that um you her she had her powers from birth right uh well she was a magical creature sure um so when she was born uh like as a defense mechanism to being like cold and scared yeah her form adapted to this like furry thing but with that's claws. what her people
1: did they were like nymphs or something i
2: think she's half no
5: it, it was something. it was because she kept hearing you know she she was like in a locked up in a cage kind of or not necessarily a cage but she was like in a a traveling kind of you know gypsy kind of cart thing and she would hear people she would overhear people talking about how what they thought she looked like and she would actually adapt to that as People were saying that to her right mm-hmm. or about mm-hmm. her you know? but she was like a so magical
1: creature that came from like magic Britain or whatever mm, she was to
2: m- our world no
3: yeah she well yeah, she's went, a, she's a british issue
2: she's a british in, the, in the captain
5: britain um the you know the the old captain britain comics yeah where uh she uh um they meet up with like these weird like group of fairy people and stuff like that and, and and you know magical creature kind of people they kind of start running a home for them. yeah And uh she, that's when she discovers, you know, there was like these five like little pixie things that would would communicate with her. And that's when she discovered that she was actually beautiful and she could be, you know, good looking. I guess. Right. But <laughs> she
2: was like um she was a magic baby creature or whatever. Megan was born in England, she is a British Romani Gypsy. Uh, we don't we don't like that term, Joe. I'm just saying that's it's what problematic. it is. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a young child, she uh, <laughs> Megan was thought to be a wolf girl. However, thanks to her mutant shape changing powers, she had simply grown fur because she was cold. Like uh, you do.
1: I mean, I do that.
2: Like I know that she's got some sort of magical connection, but yeah. like she's at least partially human. Mutant. I didn't think she was a mutant. I thought
1: later yeah. on we found out she was like a nymph for a fairy or something like that. Like from, I'm just telling you what
2: it says in the wiki.
5: At the end of that issue is, is when, um, you know, after the two of them got married and, and then Kitty and Colossus, you know, both respectively catch the, you know, the bouquet and the, and the whatever thing that goes on the girl's leg. And then they both announce that they're going to go back to the X-Men.
3: Yes. And
5: that's going to be the end of Excalibur and, and Merlin and his daughter are like both thinking that each other are at work trying to break up Excalibur. And then they come to the realization that no, it's just Excalibur's kind of done it's for Excalibur now. Excalibur being, yeah, they were just done. They'll come back. They
1: were done, and they couldn't really dress it like, well, sales haven't been great, so we're going to go back to the X-Men. Harvey, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> thank you for your call. Man, that is an excellent answer, I told, and no pun intended. Jesus, I totally forgot about that one. I love that issue. All right, guys, have a good one. You right, too, buddy. You too. Later. They were one of my favorite couples, too. I loved yeah, Brian and Megan. for sure. They were so cute. Ugh, it was adorable.
2: Why can't I find anything about her having anything to do with magic?
1: Green Arrow, Black Canary is by far the best wedding issue just because of Climactic Wedding Night. Was that... Did they get married during the Judd Winnick run of
2: Green Arrow? Yes. Right? Uh, uh, right? Yes.
1: I gotta look now. Green Arrow and Black Canary when they got well, married. Because
2: there was that one shot, and then that led to the Green Arrow and Black Canary ongoing that Cliff Chang drew? Yes. Uh... The only thing I remember about the Green Arrow Black Canary wedding special is that Amanda Connor drew it, and Jack Knight is in the audience.
1: There's a wedding special. It was Amanda Connor drew it. I think it was Judd Winnick. Written by Judd Winnick. Yes. Yeah, because it had her on the cover, and she's wearing like it looks like Power Girl's outfit for her wedding, and she's like got. Green arrow over her shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That was a fun one. That one was super fun. I totally forgot about that. I should. Uh, but re- yeah, it definitely gets sexy at the end. Well, yeah, you know. I mean, whatever. That's what you do on your wedding night, right? Make babies. You you squared out a gold ball, and then the <laughs> daddy comes and <laughs> swims over it and inseminates the uh, ball you know it's a whole thing
2: uh it's not a, it's just a wedding dress version of her own costume it's yeah, not but, a
1: power girl thing no but it looks like power girl's outfit kind of it's like just all white well, just because it's white but it's like, white, kind but
2: of, it's, a, like a, it's supposed to be like a wedding dress yeah, yeah, yeah you get
1: it and she's got like weird go-go boots on yeah oh that was a super cute wedding i loved that one
2: yeah i remember really enjoying that uh yeah. Oh, man. Yes. Here is the like two page spread of everybody at the wedding. And Jack Knight uh, was there. And this was some years after he had retired uh, from being Starman and went away forever. And I was so happy that he was there. He's just in the background. And he didn't say anything. He <laughs> was just like, well, he got a wedding invite.
1: You know, I yeah. want to come. All right. Let's play a couple of these voicemails here. We got one from hey guys what's up
7: first time caller here call me mix man because i'm calling from mexico max man so i got an answer for (laughs) last week's question because i couldn't call last week but hell here it is anyways so the biggest mistake for me in comics is i mean guys seriously if you have a 10 year old superman who just happens to be best friends with a 13 year old batman how the hell do you turn him 17 in your first issue i mean seriously Brian Michael Bendis, man. We love you for alias and a couple of other things that you've done in the past, but really? How in the hell did you turn John 17 in your first issue, man? Shame on you. Well, anyways, guys, guess that's it. Mexman man calling from Mexico. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Max-Man out! Max-Man <laughs> out. Welcome aboard, Max-Man. I Uh-oh.
0: love it. Ah! Uh,
2: so they aged Jonathan. So the, the, this is what he's talking yes, about. Yes, So that he could join the Legion of Superheroes. Right. Um, controversial among some fans. Yeah. Uh, people, a lot of people really liked the whole Super Sons thing. I kind of dug it. It was way more fun. I mean, it's fun. fun and I liked it. It was more fun than it had any right. I didn't really, like, follow it. Um, I read it and it was
1: a lot of fun. <sighs> if they're going to do the Legion of Superheroes thing, though.
2: Yeah, I got to have a Superboy you there, You got to have a
1: Superboy there and he can't be 10. He can't be 10. Or
2: 13 yeah. or whatever. I mean, I get it, though. I understand. I understand why people are sad about sure. him being artificially aged or whatever. I get it. Um, but you know, for me, I'm a Legion guy, so I'm into it, but yeah, I understand. Max, man. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Max, man. Uh, Adam Wednesday, uh, says, uh, something I totally forgot. Uh, he tries to kill, uh, green arrow tries to kill black canary d- on the wedding night and she kills him by stabbing him through the chest with his own arrow. Uh, I had forgotten that it, it was like not the real Ollie or something there was oh, it, it was a whole yes thing. it was a whole thing yeah and, and then green arrow black canary is actually black canary and connor hawk right like and they're trying, trying to, to find out ollie. what happened to ollie yeah yes. where, where's ollie that's right um yeah, man that was a fun run i just totally forgot it
1: that was the last time i remember truly loving green arrow it's been yes, that long yes absolutely and where is jed winnick where did that guy go i don't know he's still around i see him on twitter He's done some, like, all-ages
2: graphic novels and stuff, but...
1: Yeah, he's probably making real money. All right, Jimmy Randall.
2: Now, wait. G'day,
8: everybody. This is Jimmy sending in my MP3 for the answer to the question of the week. Now, this was a really, really good question. I actually, I reflected on it a lot, thought about it, and I learned something about myself (laughs) when I was thinking about my answer to this question. Now, my favorite comic book wedding is The Authority, issue number 29, The Wedding of Apollo and the Midnighter. It was really cool. Like, the Midnighter just wore his regular costume, but instead of black, it was white. It was really cute. It was cute. Now, here's the thing. Like, I feel like, and I'm going to be serious here, I felt like it should have shocked me seeing those two dudes get married, but it didn't. Now, I, I learned something about myself that day. Like, I'm a bit more woke than I thought I was. Now, look, cut me some slack, guys. I grew up in Australia. I still live in Australia, which, as lovely as it is, it's still... I, I'd say it's a bit infamous for being full of uh, bigots and racists and all those sorts of fucking idiots. But Unlike America. When I read yeah, that issue, right. I was like, huh, cool. Like, it, I knew that dudes could get married. I knew that dudes would sleep with each other. I knew that homosexuality was a thing, but I just love that issue because they, they didn't make a big deal out of it. It was just, it was literally like two panels, I think, right at the end of the run. And it just made me feel, I don't know. It made me feel more accepting of, of that lifestyle. And not that I wasn't before, but I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Maybe you guys can get your head around it, but I just I think that was great. And Apollo and the Midnighter, they're my um they're my favorite comic book couple, and they will be for a long time. And I mean, as as the great Dave Chappelle once said, there ain't nothing manlier than a dude fucking another dude. That's oh. gangster. That's true. Yeah. So um <laughs> yeah, that's my answer. And thank you very much. Uh cheers. Bye.
3: Jimmy,
1: you gotta see a doctor,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so I get it. What I get what he was coming at. He he sent a, a message along with his MP3. Uh, he says disclaimer: I'm being serious. No, it I, wasn't scripted. Just me being honest. Yeah. Um, I realize I don't really articulate myself very well. Um, but yeah, I understand. I grew up. I you was didn't raised, come off bad at all. I no, totally understand. Uh, I was raised, uh, in a religious, uh, more conservative religious household. Um, and while. Our whole thing was like, love your neighbor, whatever, but definitely certain things were wrong, right? And it took me a long time to get over that mentality. Um, before you
1: started dating your first dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So before I met you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I get it, man. Like, you were raised in a culture. You you knew something was, wasn't right about it. Right. And you came to terms with it. Cheers
1: to you. You got woke. You got woke, bro. You got woke, bro. <laughs> Thanks for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Nerds, I didn't miss the cutoff. How'd that happen? Ah, it's, it's the wokest bro I know. I forgot to turn the ringer off. <laughs> that's all that happened. Uh, uh, oh, really? <laughs> what do you want to rap oh, okay. about? No, no, I'm,
7: I'm just now calling, so that's it. <laughs> No, you're uh, all good. Question of the week, but, question of the week, but also uh, um, question about new content. So question of the week, first okay. of all, Peter Parker and Mary Eugene is probably the best wedding, right?
2: OK, yeah. it's a pretty dang good wedding.
7: Right? I read it today. There is a very, yeah.
1: very long electro fight in the beginning before anything happens. And it's just like they were you could tell it like it's an annual. It's a 64 page annual. And the wedding story we wrote is about, oh, I don't know, 50 pages. <laughs> like, so they just stuck in this obligatory like electro fight. Peter was wearing the black costume well, yeah. at the time. And uh, yeah, it like was he? Yeah, he's in he the was, red costume on the cover. He was wearing the black costume at the time. That's weird. Yeah, and then like after that, nice. Peter goes home and he's like, I don't know if I should get married. And then he goes to work and they have a party for him. And and they're like, congratulations, Pete. And Jay Jordan Jameson comes out and he's like better make sure it was the right one. I'll tell you what. He's like, take it from me. <laughs> and then he goes, like, home and talks to Aunt May, and Aunt May is like, are you sure you want to do this? Everyone is like, I don't know, Pete. I Jonah know, was still married to his first
2: wife. Yes. Who died,
7: I think. Uh,
2: I, think he, I think she
7: died. Uh, did his first wife have a werewolf kid, or was that a second That's wife? That
2: was his first wife. That first had wife John, that, John, yeah. John Jameson had already been around for a long time. Yeah.
7: Uh, he wasn't a, a werewolf bit, kid, though. The, he's
1: is, a magic word, space werewolf. He's a man-wolf,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, but yeah this was, he had
1: the gem, right?
2: Yeah, yeah he had the moon gem. Uh, <laughs> this was before he married Marla, who was his wife up until she died. Right. <laughs> uh, but, like, Peter spent the whole issue, remember.
1: like, I don't think I should. I don't, I don't know. And then finally he does. And it's cute. Uh, I, I, loved
2: that, I loved that it was a spectacle. It was like an actual news item in yeah. real life. Like, there was all sorts of articles about it. Uh, they did a simultaneous... Staged wedding ceremony with Spider-Man and an actress playing Mary Jane at Shea Stadium. God, uh, in front of like thousands like, of
1: people. Stupid. Yeah, it was like a big deal. I thought that's so cool. So dumb. And like they didn't pay yeah. for anything. The Daily Bugle like paid for the reception because yeah, they poe. Yeah, well, and well, at the time she was like super famous model.
2: Oh right, and he had written a that's very right, succ- he it. had published a very successful book of Spider-Man yes, photos.
1: Yeah. And oh, so it was, was like, this,
2: was that before or after?
1: One of her ex boyfriends oh, right. was like, since you're not marrying me, go and use my place in Paris or yeah, whatever. Right, you know? yeah, and yeah, like yeah. everything uh-huh, was just like handed uh-huh. to him the whole time. It was crazy. Pretty good.
2: <laughs> not a bad giggy if you can <laughs> get it. No. But,
7: but, but, yeah. but it's nice seeing heroes get something good. It's like, oh, this is what they deserve. Yeah. Uh, yes. um, you know, right. See, Peter's paid his dues. And it, it's nice that he got a big spectacle send off in his uh, uh, um, real identity. It was it was yeah, the first yeah. comic, too, that I, I ever bought, and it felt like, um, like, I, I knew that you're supposed to take care of your comics. Uh, don't bend them up and don't beat them up. But it was the first comic I bought when I was like, oh, this is special somehow. Um, and it was a spectacle. I really, I don't know. I love it. I have a feeling it'll probably be the most referenced answer. I don't know if it has been yet.
3: Uh, you're the first. You're the first one to bring um, it up.
1: Everyone has said something different. I will say. That, like, going back and reading all those old, like, wedding specials, they are all written by dudes, you know? And oh, so sure. when they were uh-huh. writing, like, here's what the ladies do, and the ladies' side, the dialogue was... So So bad, like it's so cringe Like this is what you think women do at like a bridal shower? (laughs) They like bought Mary Jane a crock pot and they filled it full of recipes (laughs) for a crock pot. You know, it's like she's a fucking (laughs) supermodel.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can tell. Women
7: in uh, penis hats. Yeah, right. Right. There's not there's not
2: one penis shaped (laughs) item in this comic book. No. (laughs) Uh,
7: <laughs> although there were
1: strippers. Well, like, a bachelorette party is different than a bridal shower. Lars, her ex boyfriend, set up the bachelorette party and he like jumped out of the cake. What the hell? I don't know. That's he, weird. And he jumped out of the cake all sexy. He's like, marry me instead, baby. And she was like, I don't think my fiance would like that. And he's like, all right, here's two tickets to Paris for all right, you. Know, like, the end. Yeah, like, it,
2: was just,
7: it was so weird.
3: <laughs> That's very peculiar.
7: <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah, I though. have a question about. I have a question about a new comic, though, because I don't want to tie up everything forever. Please, please, uh, please. Look, Conan... Moon Knight, Solomon Kane. I don't know why you guys aren't excited about it. So you, you think that Conan's just overexposed right now and that's the problem? So my prediction... I don't was, remember. My prediction yeah. when
2: Marvel announced they got the rice back was that they were going to drive it into the ground. Oh, I didn't know they would drive it... They would flood the market with... this ground. ...so many Conan projects yeah. because they can't help themselves. They did the same thing with Star Wars. Right. And it gets to a point of... <laughs> yeah! It gets to a point of oversaturation Yes. where at some point I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. Right. But, I like, don't get me wrong. I don't get I'm not the sort that gets all bent out of shape about Conan being in the Marvel Universe. I think it's fun. This also sounds like they're doing it the right way. I don't have a problem
1: with time traveling affair and we pluck this guy out of time and pluck this guy out of time and pluck this guy out of time and, of time and something's happening. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I don't care for Savage Avengers, Conan, running around the current Marvel U. That's dumb. If you want to go back... To ancient Smyria, or pluck him out of time i'm okay with he's that he's plucked out of time
2: what are you talking about yeah but he's in the current
1: <laughs> marvel you running around
2: right? that's what being plucked out of time means but they're gonna go on like some time-spanning adventure <laughs> or something you know like
1: avengers forever type shit
2: he doesn't understand his where own they took feelings.
1: avengers from all the different like timelines and put them on one adventure sure well, Kang, yeah avengers forever is great fucking ruled oh
7: it was so good
2: well, s- I think s- in
7: 10 years, we'll be talking about how wild it is. We'll be looking back at this stuff as, as being pretty amazing, though. I'm, I'm I'm somebody who, you know, I don't keep up with what the current titles are at all. And when I just see these blurs, I'm like, that's batshit crazy. I want to really know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, here's one other thing. One of the first uh, Nerd's or not guests, cover the covers, whatever it used to be. Question of the Week. There answer, we go. Answer one of the, of the first week. Question of the Week I remember was about uh, um, Greatest Comics Artifacts. And somebody gave an answer where they're like, here's the history of the serpent crown. It it crosses all these generations. It may be interested in a serpent crown. That was Woolly Toots. I feel like it must have been Woolly Toots. That was Woolly Toots. Yeah. That was awesome. And I'm like, here we go. Here you go. You know, Moon Knight and Solomon Kane are on for the ride. This is great.
3: Yeah, man. Um,
7: (laughs) But... But I understand it's he's overexposed. And you're not excited, but you're not. Ten wrong. Years from now, you're, you're not wrong. I think this will be it. fun. I think it'll be
2: fun. Yeah, I, I, I just think I think for me it's more of like it's nothing against the stories specifically. It's just more like eye rolling at like the yeah. marketing behind it. it's like here we go. What can we squeeze Conan into now? Right, and you know it's just yeah. Marvel being Marvel, and that's what bugs me. Turns out his mutant ability is being a barbarian, <laughs> and that's why he's on X
1: Force. You know, oh <laughs> man, I would read Conan the Barbarian yeah. on X Force. Yeah,
7: yeah. Is he speaking English, by the way?
1: No, they did a whammy on him. Brother Voodoo did a whammy on him, so he can understand everybody, okay, and okay. they can understand.
7: Universal him. translator. Yeah,
1: <laughs> universal magic translator. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
7: Whammy. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's go. Yeah, Because that be funny. I yeah. call it the whammy. Right, Sorry for tying up the line. All good, uh, bud. Be well. Always a pleasure. All right. All right, you buddy. Too, you Have a too. good one. Uh, <laughs> we got a
2: voicemail early before we even started. Did we? Yeah. Uh, actually, an MP3.
1: Anthony Drago. That's the one. Let's check it out. I don't know Anthony Drago.
3: Um, I feel like we do. Who this dude? We'll play it and find out. I'm getting there.
1: Oh, that's weird. Uh, it's not coming through as a, it may be malware. I don't know. <laughs>
2: it's not coming no, through as a Anthony, valid. Anthony Drago is a person. No
1: preview. And then I downloaded it and tried to play it, but it's not. Uh,
2: it's just not the right kind of file.
1: Yeah. I don't know what he sent us, but it's a weird, Anthony, we want to talk to you. We really do. Send us an MP3. That way, we can hang.
3: I'm not sure what
1: we got here. Our
2: machines aren't recognizing that file, and so we can't play it.
1: So instead, our answers. Our answers. Our answers. Uh, well, I know what you're going to say because you told me your answer. Yeah, Just I did. Tell
2: the kids. Uh, so I really love Superman and Lois's wedding. When was the last time you read it? Because huh. I read it this morning. <laughs>
1: It's been a while. It was crazy boring. Crazy boring. And stupid. (laughs) No, Yes! It was dumb! And here's why. First of all, Superman doesn't have his powers at the time. Right. Right? After Final Night, he lost his powers for a while. He has a ponytail. Yes. Ponytail Superman's running around. But
2: this is where the ponytail goes away. This is where it goes
1: away. But, so, he's just... Clark being Clark Lois in the beginning Lois is on a plane marrying a drug lord she is she's undercover doing something undercover as a bride to the drug lord yeah because a bride can't testify uh, about her husband in American courts. Dun, dun, dun. And that's how he's gonna get her not to write the story and testify. And she's like, Oh, I love you so much, drug lord. And then she beats everybody up on the plane. And the <laughs> wedding cake they had had a bunch of heroin in it. And she like points a gun at the pilot and she's like, Take me to Metropolis. And they're like, Oh shit, she was undercut. Stupid. Awesome. <laughs> What's stupid about that? Then we cut to Clark being all upset that he doesn't have his powers anymore. But. He still puts on the Superman costume. Because he's Superman. And runs around. Like literally. runs He's Superman. Around. Of, of course. Like, there's like a mugger that's running down the street and he's like, oh shit, nobody's around doing anything. He changes into a Superman costume and can't do it super fast anymore. So he just has to put his shirt, you know, and pull down his pants. And like, I'm wearing Superman. I does. know what happens in the comic, <laughs> man. <Matt. laughs> and he runs up to the guy and he's like, Stop, thief. And the thief is like, Oh, what are you gonna do oh, about man. it, Superman? And he's like, I'll get really mad. And the thief goes, Oh, never mind. This is not actual dialogue. It's really close. It's really close. And then he's like running, (laughs) just running through Metropolis. Yes. He's like, I got to run 24 blocks. And people are driving by, like, hey, look, Superman's out for a fucking jog or something. (laughs) That's awesome. Maxima shows up. Maxima, yes. And she's like, oh, Superman. We should. Uh, I heard you're getting married. We should get married. We should make the super babies. And he's like, oh, oh, And she's like, "What's wrong with you?" And he's like, oh, "I don't have my powers." And she's like, "Ah,
2: gross! Fuck you!" Yeah, Maximo was obsessed. Away. Yes, with like creating a super like there's a powerful a very dynasty.
1: long bride like bridal shower. Very long with Lois's mom and her sister. Lori Lamaris is there for some reason. Sure. And she's wearing like a fish scale green thing. Yeah. And <laughs> why is Lori even around? She's a, a character. You, you invite mean? the ex-girlfriend? Was Lana there? No. Lana was not there, hmm. but Lori was. And They're friends. she was super pissed at Clark at the time. Lois was super pissed at Clark, and I don't know why. I don't remember why. Because he was, like, going to get rid of the ring. He was like, I can't ask her to marry her. Like, she's too mad at me, and shit's bad, and whatever. And, like, she finds the ring, and they're like, all right, we should get married. <laughs> seriously, that's how it happens. Yeah. But there is, seriously, like, an maybe an eight-page to ten-page bridal shower. You got to fill 64 pages. It is so ridiculous. And, like, Lois's mom is all like, oh, you can't use a plastic for the tablecloth. It needs to be my fine, fresh... Like, oh, God, what is happening?
2: All right, <laughs> shut up now. <laughs> Superman The Wedding Album has a, a lot of great moments in it that I really like, and I still remember. I've talked about it on the show before. Superman is running around with no powers yes. Stupid. Because he's Superman. <laughs> he feels just obligated. That's it's not dumb. He obligated. Yes, because he's Superman. Like when Spider-Man
1: runs out of web fluid, he takes off his fucking Spider-Man costume and, like, gets on the bus or takes
2: his subway. He doesn't run around as fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> he ain't got time to catch a bus. Look, uh... There's a there's a scene that I really love where uh, Superman and Batman are on the roof talking and Superman's like, yeah, we're going to get married and that's great. But uh, I don't know about the honeymoon because I don't feel right about leaving Metropolis unprotected. You don't have any powers. Dude. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he's not protecting it is all I'm saying. Yes, but he's doing his best. Well, he's doing what he thinks he has to do. Please. And Batman says, don't worry about it. I've got you covered. And then there's a two page spread yes. where Superman looks up and. All of the heroes of the DC Universe are flying that overhead. That was fun. I love that, that so much. Fun. The actual wedding is very sweet. Uh, there's a n- really awesome toupee. Uh, I think it was like fold out even. Who, who is it? That's uh, supposed, is
1: it uh, who married them? Because it was obviously an, a oh,
2: writer. I don't remember. I can't remember who it was to supposed it. to be. I'd have to look at it again. It looked
1: like maybe it was supposed to be uh, John Byrne.
2: Oh, no, probably not.
1: He was like bold and like. I mean, it, I don't know. I think it was supposed to be John Byrne, maybe. Uh,
2: I I'm going to say it was maybe Mike Carlin, who was the editor at the time, or the editor-in-chief, or Paul Levitz or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's like this. I think it's like a, I think it had a, a, a three-page like, fold-out by Jerry Ordre with all of these characters, and um, it's so great. He? And it even had, like, a key in the back so that you yeah. could see who all they were. And half of them were, like... DC characters and half of them were like DC staffers, and right. I always love that stuff. Yeah,
1: uh, that was always cute. We're gonna look it up. Okay, well you look that up. My answer is Incredible Hulk, Floor eighteen, the the wedding of Rick Jones and Marlo. It is so ridiculous and so like late eighties, early nineties. Everybody shows up. Rom Space Knight comes to the wedding out uh, of costume.
2: Well, yes, because <laughs> they don't actually have the rights to Rom, have, but like I've. Had we ever seen Rom out of costume at this point? At the very end of Rom, he is freed from the army.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. He shows up in costume with girlfriend. The X-Men are there and stuff. Uh, who else? It, it's a, Okay, little background. Marlo, when she was 18, made like was in a movie where she had a nude scene. And it wasn't even like porn or anything. It was just like a nude scene. And somebody thought it would be funny to show it at the bachelor party. And Rick freaked out, and he was all upset, and Marlo was upset, and she's like, oh, man, everybody saw me naked, and I feel bad. And then Mephisto shows up, and he's like, what if I could fix that for you? And she's like, oh, me. She's sleeping. She's dreaming. She thinks she's dreaming. Right. And so she makes a deal with the devil, because that's what you do when you don't want people to know that you were naked in a movie. (laughs) And the next day. Or you don't want to be married anymore. Right, right, right. Or you don't want to be married anymore. And the next day, everybody's fine with it. They're like, oh, you know what? We're fine with it. Wedding's going on. It's going to be great. No problem, but part of it, like, the Silver Surfer shows up, (laughs) like, all these cosmic, like, Drax the Destroyer shows up. Sure. And because he's like, oh, no, like, the devil obviously did something. And part of the joke was, like, all these bad guys. Like, the wizard shows up, absorbing man, Zax. And they're all like, yeah, man, looks great. We're just here for the wedding. We got an invitation. We just want to show up. This A bunch of Skrulls show up. A bunch of Kree show up. They're getting, like, a little bent out, you know, like, mad at each other and out of line. And the Silver Surfer's like, knock it off! And they're all like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then things take a turn for the weird and, like, the devil... Shows up, he's like, I'm the final guest or whatever. And they're like, Mephisto's here. No way. We're not going to go for that. And something, they're like, they don't really explain it. But all of a sudden, the Hulk walks up and punches Mephisto. And Mephisto's like, that shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to do that. I'm the devil. I'm like a dark god. And the Hulk's like... Didn't you hear the preacher say that the eyes of God were on this wedding? And like, God doesn't like what he sees. And everyone's like, yeah. Mephisto's like, whoa, fuck that. I'm out of here, which is really dumb. <laughs> it's like really dumb. But it was a super cute wedding. I loved it. All the cosmic characters were there. Cap is in a suit, still wearing his mask, cries.
2: <laughs> yeah, like you do.
3: Yeah,
1: I think it's. I think this is supposed to be Peter David marrying them. In it one. is Peter David. It's it Peter it David. is Peter David. Yeah, him. drew himself that he was drawn in the comic. Oh, it's just such a great like Marvel Comics wedding romp. It is uh, ridiculous. So
2: I think the person marrying Superman and Lois is Jerry Siegel. Oh, okay, that's
1: awesome then. Yeah, I'm all right with that. That's great. Oh, uh, Mister Hyde comes to the wedding too yes but he's just there because he got invited that was fun i had Uh, a lot of fun screaming about wedding comics
2: jerry siegel died in 1996 uh so he may have still been alive when he would have
1: been alive that comic was well before 96 Um, superman wedding album
2: that was it came out when i was in college no way yeah Uh, it came out in december So he had been dead less than a year when it came out.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
2: So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Let's catch up on the chat real quick. Uh, Phil Lee wants to know, is anybody worried about the Moon Knight show? He's a great character with tons of potential, but so was Iron Fist. Depends who you get to play him,
1: first of all. And that's what we learned from Iron Fist. I think the
2: difference here is that Marvel Studios is running the show, not Marvel Television.
1: Yes. So. I think that's true. So I don't think it'll be a problem, but I I want to see who they get to play him. And any more... Now that they have the kind of star power that they have in their TV shows, they can't fuck around. It's not like you're going to be able to go get right. one of the actors from Game of Thrones and throw him in there. Lesser actors from Game of Thrones and throw him in there as Iron Fist. They're going to have to, like, think about it. Oh, a lesser it. actor
2: from Game of Thrones. He was, yeah, he was a much lesser actor. Sure. He was not a main character. Uh, Justin Robert Fletcher says, he, that was a real dick move reading that comic just to troll my answer.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Justin.
2: <laughs> All right, can we get out of here? Yeah, yeah. I got to go buy some dog food. New question of the week. What do we got? All right, our new question of the week. Ladies and germs, we got ourselves a goocher. Oh. Black Scorpion the Three comes uh, in once again with a question via the THN forums. That's this week's. One job. I'm sorry to hear of the passing of Pecan. Or Pecan. Pecan. The loyal doggo of Stately Lord Fungus. Yes. Let's celebrate the doggos and other pets that give humanity to our super-powered gods. Who is your favorite pet? Whether that pet is super-powered or not in comics.
1: Gotcha. already know my answer. Super easy. Mm. already know it. Streaky the super cat. Instantly. It's not streaky the super cat. No. Mm, throg. He wasn't really a pet. He, he was just a really frog. A nah, nah, true. Yeah. So pet. Ms. Lion. Let's put it down right now. I do love Ms. Lion. It's lockjaw. I already know your answer. Love is lockjaw shit too. <laughs> They're so cute. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: All right, we'll do that next week. Thank you to everybody that called in and sent in MP3s. Uh, Mexman, welcome aboard, brother. Absolutely. That was awesome. Uh, Anthony
2: Anthony D. If you're out there, if you hear this. Uh, it was a weird file format.
1: MP3, bro. Try again. That's what we need. MP3. Or just call and leave us a message.
2: Yeah, you can always just call
1: 402-819-4894.
2: Maybe he wanted to gussy it up. Maybe Next he was so fancy.
1: We're talking super pets, and we're doing it right here. That's right. THN cover to cover, but for now...
2: What? Prody. Prody? Prody is a character from the Legion of Superheroes. Uh, he is like a protoplasmic blob who at one point impersonated Lightning Lad and then died. <laughs> Uh, and for some inexplicable reason, Prody was a member of the Legion of Super Pets.
1: You're a fucking nerd. I am,
2: <laughs> he's not a, an animal, for one thing. I mean, maybe, was he someone's pet? I I don't know how he got there. I don't know why he's in the Legion of Super Pets, but right. yeah,
1: Prody. Oh, boy. Well, I'm sure we'll discuss more of the Legion of Super Pets next week as yeah, well. Yeah, we will. So, oh, there's a Venom cat that's running around in the pages of Absolute Carnage. Oh, God. His name's Sleeper.
3: Great. Awesome. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, you know what comes out? It's great. Uh, it is great. You know what comes out next week? Hmm. Joker. What, why are
1: you making that noise? I don't know about it. I think it's going to be great. Mm. We'll definitely discuss Joker. We'll see. I've got, I'm super excited. I think it's going to be great. We'll see. But for now, this is The Two-Headed Nerd, signing off. <laughs>